With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to Edgework on the Hammer Betting Network, a live NHL best bet show Monday through Friday at 10.30 a.m. You can find us on YouTube on the Edgework YouTube channel as well as on Twitch under Edgework as well. So make sure to go follow, subscribe, and like on each of those channels. Or if you're on Twitter, Make sure to go over and head over to the other one so you get notified every single time we go live and you can actively participate in the conversation as the show goes on. I'm Zach Phillips, and today and every single Thursday at 10.30, I'm joined by So Money. And then, unfortunately, Alex couldn't join us today, but we do have a new member to the Thursday Edgeware crew joining us today and every Thursday moving forward. Russ at Rusty underscore Bill on Twitter. Russ, welcome to the Thursday Edgework show. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. I'm uh, I'm pumped to be here. Pumped to chat with uh, so money and 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 you, Zach, and uh, get into these games. On uh, yeah, it's going to be a quite a big slate. We've got what like 13 games tonight. Yeah, huge slate of NHL oh, games tonight. Uh, unfortunately, 10, 10. not too many to go over from last night. There wasn't much that stuck out to me or caught my eye from last night's games. But one thing that uh, has been a big story is going to be Phil Kessel being the face of the Iron Man. I think originally it was kind of funny that it was Keith Yandel who ended up being the guy because, I mean, even just looking at Keith Yandel, he doesn't necessarily stand out as the uh, pillar of peak physical conditioning for NHL hockey players. But then to have it uh, very quickly taken over by Phil Kessel, I mean, we don't have to talk about it too much, but... Uh, the man who had the entire story written about him here in Toronto for stopping and getting hot dogs every single day and then just playing up to it with the hot dogs out of the Stanley Cup. He will now be looked at for the rest of time as the man who held the Ironman streak and potentially a record that uh, no one will ever break moving forward. Yeah, is there is there anybody who um, who personifies the everyman as much as Phil does? Right? Yeah. No, I, I, it was... It was it was amazing. He's a, I always like to say Phil Kessel is all of us, right? And he, and this, and this Iron Man streak is for all of us. So I, so I love it. <laughs> yeah, this is a guy who hates agree. water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as far as tonight's games go, as Russ mentioned, there is a lot of NHL hockey, so we don't want to waste too much time here. Let's look at the games for tonight. So first, let's dig into the Minnesota-Ottawa matchup. Uh, this is a matchup between Marc-Andre Fleury, as expected, and uh, Forsberg and Nett for the Ottawa Senators. So many, and so money mentioning to me before we got on here, there's a little bit of injuries going on in Ottawa, guys coming out of the lineup, guys moving into different positions. This Ottawa team throughout the beginning of the season, and as they were last year, they kind of granted themselves the name the Pesky Sens. They're a team that's just going to stick in there, be in a lot of these games. They've made a lot of these games actually so far quite interesting to watch, and I've kind of deemed them into the category, for me at least, of the Montreal, the Sabres, and then the Ottawa teams, where it's, hey, they're probably not going to make the playoffs, but they're going to be fun teams. They're going to compete every night, and they're going to give you some type of entertainment on the TV. 
when you're looking at this matchup here tonight, so money between Minnesota, a team that has some type of expectations, expectations, but has relatively underperformed so far this season, going up against an Ottawa Senators team that is pretty fun to watch, very competitive on a nightly basis. How do you kind of handicap this one going into it? Like, what is some things you're looking at in this one in particular? So what what stands out to me for all Ottawa games is the amount of chances that they generate and as well as the amount of chances that that they give up, right? So um, they, they play very high event games. Um, they're one of the best teams in generating high, high danger scoring chances. Um, and Minnesota is the same way. Now, what concerns me about playing the over here is that um, Fleury, I think that he 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 got off to a very poor start. Um, I do think that he is um, um, he's he's pro- he's not as bad as he's looked. So I I, I do see some improvement in, in his game coming up. And generally speaking, Minnesota they know that they need to start tightening it up. We're 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 seeing that from from the from, from the coaching staff as well. So um, I'm staying away from the side and the total in this game. But I do like one prop, um, uh, Derek Brassard to score a goal. Um, he's up. To, he's up with. Um, he's he's up with the Brinkett and uh, and Cole Giroux now. He, he actually scored um, scored last game as well. So I think that um, increased minutes playing with those guys against a team that, um, with on a team that generates a lot of chances. I do like that. Um, I do like him to score a goal there. I'm seeing him at plus four twenty five right now on uh, a few few different books. BetMGM, a widely available book there. So Derek Broussard plus four twenty five anytime goal scorer. We can lock that in on the Edgework Betstamp channel or on the Betstamp account. And if you want to track our picks in real time or you want to look at them after, see how we've been doing Monday through Friday, all of the picks that get. Announced on the show will be tracked on the Edgework Betstamp account, so you can head to the Betstamp, find us in the marketplace just by searching up Edgework, click follow, and you'll get notified every single time a bet gets locked in. Russ, you said yourself that you have a play on this game here tonight? Yeah, the uh, I locked in the Ottawa Senators overnight at plus 110, and it looks like there are... Eh, pretty similar numbers available. It looks like plus 105, which would probably be fine with me. Um, just generally speaking, I I liked Ottawa. What Ottawa's done this year so far, um, like like So Money, So Money said they're fast team. Both of these teams play extremely fast. Um, they're very very similar. Um, one of the biggest edges I have is is kind of surprisingly is the goaltending, just because of uh, I'm very low on Flurry going in. In I was low on Flurry going into the season and. Um, he just has underperformed in his first five starts. I think he's got two wins and a 4.3 goals allowed average. Um, and this is a this is basically a strictly a numbers play for me. My model makes Ottawa. Let's see here, basically around a minus 115 to minus 117 favorite at home. And so I think if you're getting them plus money, I think that's pretty good value. And I think I think they could easily come away with the win here. Uh, like so many said, the the under or the over is probably a decent look just because these teams play so fast. Um, and, you know, Minnesota scored three goals in all the six games so far. Twenty, They've scored three goals in 28 of their last 30 games going into, into today and into last season. So I, I wouldn't mind to look on the over as well. But I think uh, I think the plus money play is too hard to pass up. So, yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking the sense here. Uh, I think 105 is fine. 
Yeah, we lock that in. And if you do line shop around, you can find it on some different books there. You can see like five dimes, uh, super books, some of these different books still are remaining at plus 110, but some of the widely available mm-hmm. ones are sitting at plus 105. So we did lock it in there on FanDuel plus 105 for the Ottawa Senators money line tonight. Um, Russ, I'm curious your thoughts on the Minnesota team and kind of the trajectory of that team. Just last thoughts on them. Like this is a Minnesota team that in a way they kind of just put all their cards on the table and said like, we got to go all in here when they buy out Parise, when you buy out Suter and you basically abolish your cap situation for the next couple of years after this. And this team has underperformed through the beginning of the season. Where do you kind of see them going from this point forward? Cause it, it hasn't been necessarily what they had hoped or what it was last season. Yeah, absolutely. I think it depends on how much you rely on your priors. Obviously, an amazing team last year. They had an incredible team. They had an incredible Depends on how much you your priors going into the season. But as far as, yeah, them getting rid of those top two players really, really made me down on them. And also, I had a lot of regression coming for Mark andre Andre Fleury, which is exactly what's happened so far. Um, now, it's not to say I do think they will figure it out just because they're so good at scoring and they play so fast. And I think they will figure it out. But, yeah, when they when they got rid of Cam Talbot and went all in on Fleury, there was a few red flags there. And, yeah, like I said, even if the Senators will get even better once they get Talbot back in goal. Um, they've got Forsberg tonight, which I was kind of uh, I was kind of worried about his injury. I had read somewhere that he had injured, injured his leg or something, so he was questionable tonight. But it looks like Forsberg's going to go. So I went ahead and locked that in. Uh, but I, I think the Wild will probably push for a playoff spot just because they're so good offensively. But I think there's still a lot of good spots to fade them uh, going forward, just like this one, where people assume that the Senators are down again and not a great team, where they have a ton of a ton of young talent and they're really they're playing very well, they're coached very well. So I don't mind taking a flyer on the Senators here. Yeah, fair enough. Um, all right, moving on to the next game here, Washington Dallas. These are two teams I kind of view on a very similar plane. Uh, Dallas, for me, at least has some of that youth into their lineup. I mean, you're looking at guys uh, in net, especially with Jake Ottinger and uh, and then like Miro Heiskin in the back end. Like these guys, Jason Robertson, they have some of that youth in there amongst the veterans that they've got. Whereas on the other end, I keep continue to look at Washington. And I think that they're a team that... I predicted at the beginning of the season they were going to miss the playoffs for the first time in eight years. I think they're starting slowly falling back, and the age is going to catch up to them a little bit here. But going into this matchup here tonight, looks like it's going to be Kemper, Ottinger. Ottinger. Um, the goaltending matchup, to me, I think Dallas has the edge here. But so, Money, if you were to break this one down, where do you see, uh, where do you see this game kind of headed? Uh, so... I, I joke a lot about the Capitals. They're uh, they're one of those teams that the last like three four years I just they're they're really tough to get a handle on, right? We've been waiting for at least the last couple of years now for 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 them to get old. Um, it just it, it it just hasn't been happening. Um, I I agree with you. Um, I think that Dallas has the edge and goal. Um, Kemper, I haven't been high on Kemper for 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 a while now. I think that. Um, Colorado, um, they they won the Stanley Cup in spite of him being inconsistent quite a bit in the playoffs. Um, 
you do want to keep an eye on eye out on um, on a Miro Hiskinen status. Um, I think that um, if he is if he is out, um, then we're in the plus one hundred five one ten range right now. If he's out, um, we will get down to um, probably plus one hundred one one hundred two, which is where um, where 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 I would I would slot this game. I do have a small play on the Capitals. Um, having said all that about them, um, just uh, based uh, b- based on the numbers there, I I had them at mine at plus one ten, um, just because I do anticipate that Heiskinen um, um, is not going to be in the lineup. So um, before you bet that game, he's the guy that you want to keep an eye on. Yeah, and then Russ, this was yeah. uh, this was one that was sticking out to you here that uh, piqued your interest. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to push back a little bit, uh, so money, just because yeah, I saw that a number of people liked Washington today. But uh, my numbers actually go the other way. I just think it's hard to bet against this Stars team at home. Uh, Ottinger's playing really, really well. And uh, for some reason, they just they just play a lot better in, you know, in Texas. Uh, let's see, going back to last, they're 10-4 at home, 27-10-4 at home last year. And they're already what three at three and zero at home this year, I think. So, yeah, I, I did. I made a play on on the stars overnight. I locked that in at uh, I think I got actually minus one ten, and it looks like there's still something around there available. And I kind of es- echo so money's so money's thoughts on the caps. It's I, I like the caps going into the season. I liked how they were kind of middle of the pack, kind of under the radar. But yeah, it just seems like it seems like they're getting older. They they do find a way to win late in the season when when it really matters. But I think some of these early games they can get they can get caught up in you know in the narrative and stuff like that. And Dallas is on a is on a pretty good spot here. Uh, they've had they've had some rest and in getting Ottinger in goal is is huge. If uh, if it was Wedgwood, this would not be a play for me. There's a huge drop off between between Wedgwood and Ottinger for sure. But yeah, I, I I think I think minus one ten is a is a great play on the stars at home. Yeah, I'm seeing right now closest that I'm finding is minus one twelve. Yeah, uh, yeah that's good across the board, uh, so we can lock that in as well there. But um, yeah, the goalie the goalie matchup is interesting one, especially when so many's talking about Kemper and like kind of Colorado winning in spite of him. One thing I've been a proponent of over the last couple of seasons watching some of these guys, especially. Matt Murray goes on his run and wins. Bennington goes on his run and wins. Like these guys, Kemper then goes in in Colorado. As long as you get a guy who's good enough to just hang in there and not lose you games, I think you're you're in a pretty good position as an NHL team who's looking to contend. If as long as your team in front of them is strong enough, I don't think that this is a uh, position anymore where it's like, hey, you got to have that superstar guy. Now, mind you, quick. Back, uh, back when he won with LA was definitely that stud guy sure. and Vasilevsky with Tampa. There's guys that will do it, but I don't think it's a necessity anymore. And I think Colorado was a pretty big proving factor with that with Kemper and Net. Yeah, now, yeah, I, I think it depends on the team composition as well, right? Like if you yeah. have, if you have a run and gun team, then you probably need better than average goaltending. But, um, but. But a lot of people forget that 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 the Avalanche are a very strong defensive team as well, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so so they can get away with things like this, right? Like they they, they don't need a stud goaltender. So, I think that um, team composition plays plays a big role in that as well. 
Yeah, for sure. Now, next game with some goaltenders there. Uh, it's a team that is kind of regressing while the other team is going the other way, and it is between two incredible goaltenders as scheduled right now, Connor Hellebuck, Jonathan Quick. Jonathan Quick a little bit past his prime, but that being said, with a good LA Kings team in front of him, as so many has mentioned, a team that is on on the rise here and a team that I think will have, a, have themselves a pretty good season with some young players coming up. The veterans looking pretty good again with Anze Kopitar, Drew Doughty. These guys looking somewhat back to normal or at least on a, on a pretty good pace with what they've been doing. The LA Kings taking on the Winnipeg Jets tonight. I think Winnipeg is a team that's a little bit of a mess right now, frankly. You strip the C of Blake Wheeler. Um, as far as your scoring ability goes, you're kind of reliant on Kyle Connor to get it done, Mark Shifley, and that team just hasn't been that great. They're also lacking in their defense once you kind of get beyond Pionk and Morrissey. And then Halibuck has been good for the most part um but that team just hasn't really been able to kind of get back to where they were pre-covid essentially now going up against this la kings team here tonight russ do you think that this winnipeg team will have any type of struggle or be able to uh, overcome it against the la kings here you know, I, I think I agree with you uh, when you said that that the Jets are kind of in shambles here. They they have struggled. Um, you know, they, they're decent on defense. Uh, they're like they're tenth in expected goals against, but they're they're terrible on offense. They can't get any any shots generated. Uh, they're twenty third in expected goals for. So I do I think that the that the Jets will struggle here. And generally, I'm a little bit uh, down on Hellebuck going into this season compared to last season. I think he's lost a little bit of, uh, of his edge. And um, as you kind of mentioned, I think they, at some point here, the Kings are going to turn it on and start playing like they have last year, like they were last year. I was looking at this game overnight at around 135, and it looks like it's taken a little bit of money, but I would probably still lean Kings at around the minus 140 range. I have, uh, I have them significantly higher. And so if we do see, if we do see the, um, if we quick confirmed and hell book, this might be, end up being a play for me. I am seeing LA, LA at a minus 138 on regular okay. books, minus 138, minus 139 across some of the different ones there. So it's still uh, kind of within that range. And then do you know, is uh, Victor Arvidsson is out? Do you know so many? Uh, I think that would be a big thing for me on the on the Kings to kind of monitor his his status. Yeah, there's no um it's still it's it's still it's still day to day. We'll have to wait until the uh sure. for the for the morning skate there. And that that will uh that might change my just because he plays so many minutes and and plays so much for the Kings that might change my numbers on them a little bit, but I could still see I can still see an edge um, on the Kings, even if he is out, just maybe a little bit smaller bet. So, so yeah, I'm, I think I'm comfortable with, with laying that minus 140 range on the Kings at home. All right. So, Money, do you have any uh, thoughts on this game here? I don't have a play. Just um, j- just in general, I think that um, I do agree with what you're saying, Zach, about um, Winnipeg kind of being a mess, mess defensively. We are seeing them um, giving up tons of chances now. Um, and... I feel bad for a guy like Hellebuck. I, I actually think he's one of the elite goaltenders in the league right now. But, I mean, he's he's playing by, um, behind a defense that just they, they 
they just can't help him out. So, and and as as Russ was saying, they don't they don't generate much either. So, for for this game, I'll be I'll be sitting out. I think it's um, I, I I think it's a pretty fair line. All right, last game, we talked about them last week. We said there's no way this thing could get any worse. In solidarity with so money tonight, I wore my Vancouver Grizzlies hat. It's probably the only piece of Vancouver apparel you will ever see me wear in my life. As someone from Toronto who is a Leafs fan, a Toronto fan all the way around. This is this is about the, the absolute most you're ever going to get out of me, so money. But for you, for the show today, I wore the Vancouver Grizzlies hat. There is no way the Canucks can go 0-7 going into Seattle tonight, is there? Uh I wouldn't go that far. Um, <laughs> so that 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 defense that they're dressing tonight um, is is a good AHL caliber defense, right? There's um, now it would be okay if you're playing a team that 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 struggles um, struggles to generate offensively, but Seattle is not one of those teams. Um, Seattle. Um, they they generate a lot of chances. Um, a lot of times they're okay now getting into into high event games, um, and they've gotten some finishers on that on that on, on that forward group as well. So um, I have a problem with the Canucks tonight again, right? So <laughs> um, I I wouldn't be rushing to bet them. What I will say though is that I do anticipate that uh, Spencer Martin is going to get the start. Um, now Demko, he hasn't been playing up to last year's level, um, and you can't really blame him for that, based on the way that the that the team has performed in front of him. But what generally tends to happen is that um, people tend to look at value their priors a lot more this early in the season. So at this point in the season, with the way that Demko has been playing, I don't see that big of a drop off between. Demko and what Spencer Martin could conceivably provide them. However, the market, if if Spencer Martin is confirmed, the market is going to react as if it's last year, where um, where 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 Seattle would 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 obviously take a take a bunch of money. So, at this point, I don't have a play on the side. However, if we see an overcorrection with Spencer Martin being confirmed, um, then if the Canucks get into the 122, 123 range, that is where I do like them. I do have a play in this game though, um, and it's and it's the over. Um, I, I I played the over earlier at six and a half. Um, I got some plus money there. Um, I do think that, um, that 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 is going to move throughout the day, and especially if Spencer Martin is confirmed, um, then 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 the over will take more will, will take more money there as well. I see it sitting at uh, over six and a half plus a hundred right now. Would that yeah. still be a play for you? Yes, absolutely. Okay, we will lock that in on the uh, on the Edgework account. And as a reminder, if you um... If you want to follow our plays in real time, if you want to get notified every single time that they happen, make sure you go over to the BetStamp app. Find us in the marketplace underneath Edgework. And if you are enjoying this show, if you're enjoying the content that's being put out or you want to get more content out of it, you want to see the Monday through Wednesday as well as the Friday show, make sure to hit subscribe, turn on those notifications and like this video on the Edgework YouTube channel as well as Twitch. You can also follow us on Twitter at Edgework Show. 
where you can see the live stream of uh of our episodes every single day you can watch them back later in the day and you can see all the plays that get made on there as they'll be tweeted out and if you're looking for this in podcast form after the show you can find the links tweeted out as well Uh, i do have one player prop here tonight uh there wasn't too much for me the only other thing i had played was buffalo last night uh just on the money line that line i i think it was sitting at minus 150 it was at minus 155 this morning the last time i had checked i still like that one i wouldn't necessarily say that would be a best bet for the show but another one that i was also looking at as a player prop was alex kerfoot anytime goal scorer at plus 400 on caesars right now uh rob had kind of gone with the with the uh factor of justin danforth two weeks ago where he was going to be getting an opportunity alongside johnny goudreau with the line a injury news and although there's no injury for the Leafs here tonight, that's kind of some similar play that I'm going to be going with here. Alex Kerfoot's getting an opportunity along Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner on the first line. He's only got one goal so far this season, but uh, he's a guy who can kind of get in the right places. I think he's a high IQ hockey player, maybe not the most skilled, but uh, he's got good awareness and playing with Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, you're going to get your chances. Just keep your stick on the ace, go to the right spots, as well as getting some second power play time. And as I had mentioned to Somani earlier, this is a guy who's uh, in a good position to get empty net goals late in the game. And with the Leafs going up against San Jose, I think they will have the lead late. So if it ends up with an opportunity where San Jose pulls their net, uh, pulls their goalie, I think Kerfoot will see empty net ice time late in the game there and have an opportunity for that. <laughs> and am seeing in the chat justin hall anytime <laughs> giveaway minus 450 from uh from <laughs> alex um i will honestly say watching justin hall that uh that's a cheap price you're getting there minus 450 the guy is guaranteed one pizza up the middle every single game so i would i would eat that up at minus 450 but if do you guys have any more player props for today or is that it for the uh for the best bets uh, that's it for the player props for me. Um, I I do have a play in the uh, Florida Philadelphia game. Um, I bet the under there. I still see it up to uh, minus one fifteen. I think it's okay. Um, just uh, these two teams that they played the couple of weeks ago. They played a very low event game in Florida, which um, with a with the sandstorm and net for the for for the Flyers. Mm-hmm. And that game was um, just barely squeaked over. It was a very unlucky over there. Uh, sorry, a very un, uh, very unlucky if you had the under there. So, um, anticipating Harden, Bobrovsky, and Ned, we're, we're, we're upgrading in gold. The game's in Philadelphia where the Flyers know that they, they have no chance if they don't play low event games. So I think that, and, and I actually have the Panthers as a team that's starting to trend better defensively as well. So I think that, um, under six and a half there, um, up to minus 115, I think is, a I think it's a good spot there. All right. We locked that in on the Edgeware channel. Guys, if you enjoyed the show today, make sure to hit subscribe and like on this uh, on the channel, on the Edgework YouTube channel as well. You can do so on the Twitch channel where you can follow us on there. And if you were on Twitter today, you were interacting in the comments. Unfortunately, we don't see the Twitter comments in real time, so you will have to head over to YouTube and Twitch to see those or to participate in the show. Thank you so much to everyone who tuned in today. Thank you to Russ. Thank you to So Money for the best bets. It was great getting to chat with you guys about the NHL slate tonight. I look forward to doing it every single week, 10.30 a.m. Eastern time on the Edgework Show Twitter account. 
Edgework, YouTube, as well as Twitch. Thank you guys so much. Good luck on your bets today. Thanks, guys. Good luck. All right. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thank you.